Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Monday. I hope everybody had a wonderful Easter weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. It always goes by too fast, doesn't it? Uh, you got to be retrained. Uh, we were off on uh, a Friday for Good Friday. Uh, of course, Easter yesterday, and we are back at it today. And it feels like uh, we're right where we were when we left off. We've got another gold rally, a silver's rally in. Uh, we we got to start talking about uh, getting ready for new all-time record highs on gold. Uh, touched $2,000 uh, to the ounce early this morning. Our toll-free number, 800 951 Zero five nine two. The website at allamericangold.com, and you know we've been warning you about what's coming, and being very, very, very careful uh, with your money in the bank. Today we'll play a little clip from Peter Shift. He was on. I want to say it was. Uh, I think it was Megan Kelly's podcast, but whoever it was, uh, just a few minutes where, uh, you know, sometimes it, and I don't know why, but sometimes uh, people think that we make some stuff up or, or we're exaggerating the truth. So I'll let him tell you exactly what's going to happen uh, when all of this all of this comes undone. As we got inflation, Ukraine, China, digital currencies, Jason, all the same headlines that we had before we left. Uh, and, and including, once again, gold rallying again, uh, silver above $26, an, an important level there. Uh, but it seems like the, the gold rally, uh, it's been up, I want to say, like eight out of the last ten. It may even be nine out of the last ten trading days. Yeah, I'd say the only thing that sort of happened uh, since we were off on Friday, and I and I did an hour radio with uh, Glenn Tate was the uh, the Elon Musk thing, man. That's uh, that became a big deal on Friday. Elon Musk uh, pretending to buy Twitter is that what we're talking about? Yeah, well, I mean, he made an offer to buy the whole thing, Joe. I, I, and I'm pretty sure you probably heard this, but yeah, Elon Musk uh, says I uh, Twitter need need to sell your entire company to me, and I'm going to make this a free speech. Uh, space and I'm going to make a huge profits for the stockholders, and then he uh, he ended uh, by saying, "Well, if you if you're not going to do this, then I'm going to have to revisit why I'm even uh, holding on to the stock. I'll probably sell it." So basically, uh, grabbing those people and saying, "I'm controlling the situation. You're either going to sell it to me and do well, or I'm going to sell it. I'm going to bomb your stock prices." So uh, it's uh, it's kind of a kind of a little uh, back and forth fight going there on Twitter. Yeah, it could be. I guess that's one uh, view of it. Uh, I have a different opinion. I, I actually don't think uh, he intends to buy it at all. Uh, but, but again, uh, I want to say just the the fact that he said he would uh, has the stock price up big, and and I don't. Uh, every we'll see. I don't know. You know, everyone's got their opinions. Uh, I think this mine's a little different than most. Yeah, Joe, I, I think it's great. If he this guy could, it would actually go follow through. And here's the thing: I don't think Twitter will sell to them. I think what he's trying to do is is push Twitter to saying, "Hey, uh, we have a fiduciary responsibility to our stockholders to do what's best for them," which be which be to sell to him. And I think Twitter's going to say, "No, we don't want to sell to you. We want to be socialist." And I, th- I think that's the point that's going to be driven here. And if if they sell to him, great. But uh, 
it'll be it's 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 all over. Everyone's covering that story for sure, Joe. Yeah, it was definitely it was a hot topic in and again, we'll see what happens. You know, I I, I guess uh, you know one way or the other. Uh, the fact that Elon Musk says that uh, he wants to make it into a free speech zone, uh, I, I I think that ship has sailed a long time ago, and it doesn't surprise me. Uh, the reaction out of Twitter and the rest, that's the last thing they want. And I'm not convinced that's what Elon Musk wants either. That's just all, you know, like I said, I don't know, I don't know him. Uh, but it just, a lot of things he does seems kind of odd. Yeah, that's, we talked about that too. So, yeah, it's like, you, can you trust him? No, but uh, if he goes through with what he says he's doing, it would seem to be a great thing to have Twitter uh, an actual pl- place where you can trade ideas without censorship. That, that would be cool, but I guess we could dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's right. that's true. We can always dream of a of a of a world that way. I mean, they they they've taken it so far in the other direction. Uh, and again, I I just uh, I w- I guess I wish I had more faith that that's what he really intended to do. Well, like I said, we'll see. First, uh, Twitter makes the decision whether to even uh, attempt to sell it to him. Uh, and if they, then if they don't, then it'll be uh, Elon Musk self-dumping his stock and watching Twitter go down. That's And we'll have to see, you know, see if that actually amounts to anything. So I, interesting stuff, though, Joe. It's interesting, you know, because we have just these – you have this, this huge thing called the Internet where you should be able to do whatever you want whenever you want on the Internet. And uh, it seems like every single year there's more regulations and more censorship and more – controls over what you get to do on the internet oh that's listen it's not just the internet it, it, it's everything i mean look at uh, you know what's happening in russia and ukraine that's all about control uh speaking uh, of control there's a plan we're trying to guess what that plan is uh when it comes to your well-being financially is what we focus in on here over the weekend a, another country has admitted that uh, they also have brought all their gold home. And we've been speculating as to what gold is going to play in the new world order uh, of things. We'll tell you which country it was uh, and, and, and why so secretive. Talk all about that. Don't touch that dial. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe and Jason this morning. Hey, we got gold up. Uh, right now it's off the highs, but still up about 14, 15 bucks here. 1985. Silver's up almost 50 cents. $26.15. Uh, Wall Street is mixed. Uh, the one, uh, I guess economic data point, home builder sentiment falling again. Uh, starting to see some cracks in this housing market. I'll tell you this right now, and we've said it all along. You know, we're we're a little unsure on housing. I'm leaning more and more towards uh, it's not going to end well. Because uh, let's face it, rich people, if they think the price is going to go lower, they'll wait uh, to buy things all cash. Uh, and we're starting to see a little bit of that. Uh, home builders are starting to see some of that. We'll see. Uh, but, uh, again, cracks. I, I'm not saying it's totally cracked, but there are signs. Uh, housing, 
uh, probably the strongest part of the economy that remains uh, possibly showing uh, some early signs uh, of a slowdown. We'll keep that in mind. Bank of America had earnings out. Now, remember, the bank's earnings have not been good. Bank of America beat expectations today, but they did something that the other banks weren't doing, which is Bank of America actually lowered their loan loss reserves from COVID. All the other banks are beefing up their loan loss provisions. And the only reason why I bring it up is I think Bank of America just wanted to have one more good quarter. And next quarter, Jason, I think they're going to have to uh, go back the other way and add to that. But again, a not a good start for the banks. And, of course, we've been warning you about having all that money in the bank. And if things go the way, and remember how we think they're going. This is going to end badly, like every other bubble before it and what we've learned from 87 to the tech bubble to the housing slash financial bubble every bubble that burst jason seems to be bigger than the last one well and this one has extreme uh, inflation attached to it uh, which makes it much more dangerous than the last bunch we've been looking at since the 80s and and joe if, if you had a hundred thousand dollars in the bank in, in 2020 what are you able to buy with that now? $75,000 worth of stuff, maybe, right? Maybe less? Maybe. Yeah, maybe less than that. Uh, and it seems like it, 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 it's, it's just continuing to head in the wrong direction. Uh, remember the 2% inflation target. And that was, you know, courtesy of Ben Bernanke and the old lunch lady, uh, Janet Yellen. And I said way back when, and this was going back to like 06, or 08, something like that, that that was just going to be the entry-level price. Like they were going to start it there. This morning on Squawk Box, or no, I guess, you know, on CNBC, I don't know if it was Squawk Box or uh, what show, Mohammed El Arian, he's one of the regulars, uh, you know, been uh, made his fortune in the U.S. bond market. He was out on TV this morning, Jason, saying, hey, guess what? The Federal Reserve, by the time this is all done, is probably going to have to up what the new inflation targets are going to be. So imagine when we come, now imagine, we're going to have the inflation, which we have now. They're, going to, they're raising rates, and we're, we're getting ready to set up for the crash. The only question is, when is the crash coming? Is it going to be this year, or is it going to be next year? I I don't think there's any other options. I think those are the only two options. It's either going to happen this year or next year. And after that crash, what are we going to be left with? And the answer is going to be uh, a much slower economy with much higher inflation. And and it's exactly, once again, and I hate saying it, but once again, exactly what we've been telling you from the get-go uh, Peter Schiff was on, uh, I want to say it was Megan Kelly's, uh, podcast, and he was, uh, warning. He covered a lot of ground, but one of the things that caught my interest was he was talking about what was going to happen, uh, after, uh, the next crisis 
in regards to the money in your bank account. Uh, Jason, do we have that clip ready? Yeah, I think we're ready. Go ahead, Jack. Then we're going to have to suffer a severe collapse, uh, a financial crisis, you know, far greater than anything that we had in 2008. And nobody gets a bailout from anything. No, no banks get bailed out. They have to fail. And in fact, when they fail, the depositors are going to lose their money because there's no FDIC money either, because that would have had to come from the Fed. So depositors lose their money. Companies go out of business. Investors get wiped out. Jobs get destroyed. Um, you know, it's going to be a, a real mess in the end. That's why they're waiting so long and kicking the can down the road for as many years as they have, because the consequences are so horrible. Nobody wants to face them. But every time we kick that can down the road, we make those we make those horrible consequences much worse. Mm-hmm. So since we've been doing it for so long, you can only imagine just how horrific things are going to be in order to avoid hyperinflation, which would be even more catastrophic. All right. So let's say we elect uh, Peter Schiff as our next president in 2024. What's the first thing you do? <laughs> Demand a recount. No, um, <laughs> no well, they're, they're, they're not going to uh, to elect me, obviously. But mm-hmm. if somehow I could become the president of the United States... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things I would do, but in the short run, we would have to still go through uh, some pain. I mean, there is no quick fix. But what I would do is enable the economy to fix itself over the long run, because the problem with the economy is government and, and the Federal Reserve. We need a free market economy, not a government planned economy. We need the government to dramatically reduce its size and its cost so we can return those resources to the private sector. We need to dramatically deregulate the economy uh, so that the free market can regulate it, uh, not a bunch of bureaucrats. Uh, and we need to re- you know, return to sound money, not money that can just be created out of thin air the that gold has standard? no value. So if we, huh? The gold standard? Yes, yes. That's the standard that the founding fathers put us on. They did it for a reason. It worked very well uh, for as long as we followed it. So we just need to go back to it. Uh, and, 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 you know, I'd like to get rid of the income tax, the federal income tax, the corporate income tax, Social Security tax, you know, get, get, make government much smaller. I mean, I think the only thing the federal government should do is national defense, and it still spends too much money on defense. I think uh, the rest of it should be covered by the states, although most of it, you know, shouldn't be covered at all. It should be taken care of in the free market. But, you know, America could be a very prosperous nation again, uh, if we if if we repeat what made us so rich in the first place, but right now we're broke. We just don't know it yet. We're living off of borrowed money. We are the world's biggest debtor nation. Uh, we owe more money than all the other nations combined. We're running uh, enormous trade deficits with every nation on the face of the earth. So our economy is completely uh, incapable of producing the goods that we consume. Uh, we borrow from the rest of the world because we don't have our own savings. We're basically being supported. Uh, by the rest of the world. Uh, the world has to bear the cost of subsidizing the U.S. economy. And that's going to come to an end. And if we're going to stand on our own two feet, if we're going to be productive again, then we're going to have to return to the limited government, uh, maximum economic freedom type economy that we had in the past. There you go, Joe. So, yeah, so think about it a, a lot there. Let's start with the the, the the first big point. Right? There are no bailouts, right? And, and talked about 
the next crash. And, and, and he, he puts it, uh, more bluntly than I. You know, of course, and I've told you, the FDIC has no money. No out. They have some, I mean, but nowhere close to being able to. They can make the FDI insurance a million dollars. They don't have any money. They've got $130 billion. There's $19 trillion in deposits in the in our current banking system. It, it, it can't be done. Uh, and, of course, he's saying, hey, listen, you're going to lose all your money. You know, and I, I'm just like, hey, at least be under the 250. He could be right. Uh, this this could be a situation, and really the way the law is written, and, and, or the way the rules are written, they can simply come in and say, you know what, hey, I know you were under the 250, but, you know, you've had $200,000 in this bank for the last 10 years. You obviously don't need all of it right now. So tell you what we're going to do, right? And they're going, and they're just going to pick a number. Hey, we're going to let you have fifty percent of it, forty percent of it, thirty percent of it, whatever it is, and then the rest of it's just going to be uh, nothing more than you know, I guess, easily put an IOU to the bank that hey, maybe some day in the future we'll let you redeem that money. Uh, but, but as of right now, uh, it, you know, we don't want to say we took it from you. You just can't have access to it, Jason. Yeah, yeah, Joe, I agree with that. I mean, I, me personally, Joe, I believe that we're, we're in a market crash already. Uh, you know, I, I believe inflation is 20%. And if, if the markets are sideways, and I think the housing market at least goes sideways, if not drops down some in, in the future. And if we continue with 20% inflation, Joe, this is a crash. We are experiencing a crash. And so what Peter Schiff is talking about, it's exactly true. We're we're looking at some really tough times coming, Joe, because you can't live off debt forever. You just can't do it. At some point, the Ponzi scheme collapses, Joe. So so then think about some of the other things he said, which I thought he made some, you know, really good points. You know, if we go back to when we were – that prosperous nation. He talked about going back to the gold standard, yep. uh, something where I think you're hearing a lot more of these nations talking about uh, getting back to sound money, getting back to a commodities-based money. I mean, look at what gold's doing right now. Wake up! The bond market is skyrocketing. Ten-year note today almost hit 2.9. It's so crazy. 2.9 skyrocketing. It's got to go a lot higher than that. And, and the fact of the matter is gold doesn't care. It doesn't care. Gold's not supposed to go up when bond yields rise unless they, it's rising because they're warning of the next calamity. This is exactly what we've seen. This is almost carbon copies of, of what we've seen during like the tech bubble, during the financial crisis, right? We, we, we started seeing all of a sudden, uh, people that, you know, the, the, Gold's a relic and gold's dead. Remember that stuff? Remember when they were, oh, gold's that ancient relic and gold's dead and this and that. And when bond yields rise, gold goes down. That, that's dead. And, and when that happens, when that happens, it tells you uh, the market is getting ready to make a major downdraft 
uh, in, into, uh, the, the, you know, for, for us, for our pocketbooks, and this is what we're up against. And, and I, I think, unfortunately, before this is all said and done, a lot of things are going to go wrong. Uh, the, the primary one's going to be, obviously, I think all of the rules that they put in place are all going to be used. And I remember when they put them in place after the financial crisis. None of them were designed to protect you. None of them were designed to protect me. They were just designed to protect the system. And speaking of the system, speaking of gold, another major country announced that they have repatriated all of their gold. Uh, matter of fact, the the country in question, France, has now admitted that yes, uh, we have repatriated all of our gold. And matter of fact, uh, we did it years ago. Why the cover up? And why tell the truth now? We'll talk about that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. France is now saying all of its two thousand four hundred and thirty-five metric tons of gold uh, resides within France. Essentially, announcing that they have repatriated all of its gold. One of the things that was interesting in the announcement, Jason, uh, is they ended up repatriating it. And from 20, starting in 2013, all wrapping up in, uh, right as China was granted status by the IMF there in 2016. Yeah, Joe. I, I, I really don't know how much gold the Fed actually is holding for other countries anymore. I mean, <laughs> a lot of countries were trying to get in the 60s, remember, Joe? So I, uh, with the way economics has been this century, uh, from 9-11 on, uh, I would say there's a lot of countries that are uh, already have their gold in place, Joe. Yeah, and it's just, uh, remember, and this is very important for everybody to understand, um, especially after England sold all of its gold. Europe made an agreement that between all of the European nations, and this is going back to what I'll call the the old-school European nations, you know, Italy, Portugal, Spain, Germany, France, uh, you know, Denmark, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the, before the Eurozone countries, they all had agreed because they were net sellers of gold. They were part of what I'll call the, the Allen Greenspan uh way of, hey, we, we have solved, we have unlocked the secret of fiat money and, and uh, we, we are the stewards of the world, all that nonsense. Of course, none of it turned out to be true. Uh, they were selling. They agreed, hey, we're only going to sell 500 metric tons a year. In other words, they were like, hey, we don't want to do what England did because look at what England did. Guys, it set the price down uh, way too fast. But if we if we cap the if we cap the selling at 500 metric tons, hey, we can still get you know 250 300 dollars an ounce, and until uh, we sell out of all the gold, 
Well, that came to an end. The financial, the housing bubble hit, the financial crisis hit. When you think about central banks, especially the European central banks, had been selling gold for almost two decades. And now look at today. Not only is nobody selling it, everybody wants it back. Right? Let's bring it back home. Let's add to our positions. I mean, we're, we're, you're talking literally about a, a, a thousand metric ton difference from selling 500 metric tons a year to purchasing 500 metric tons a year on top of all the repatriation, Jason, that's happening. It certainly seems to me. It certainly seems like a, a lot of sense in maybe the world is going to go back to what, and remember what Peter because he made some great points. When was America at its best? When did America emerge as a superpower? Well, it did it on the gold standard. It did it on the concept of small government, right? I mean, you know, it did it on the concept of, of, of low taxes, small government, freedom, and, and, of course, obviously a gold standard that prevents this reckless deficit spending uh, that they that really, you know, when you think about it, is nothing more than a drug. We've been hooked on heroin called fiat money now, really going back uh, all the way to Bretton Woods, Jason. Yeah, that's correct. You know, the, the, the central bank was put into place in 1913, and it's been downhill ever since. And, and uh, you know, Bretton Woods was another step down. 1971 was another step down. And when you ask uh, how, how lucrative and how well a, comp- a country can prosper without a central bank and with a gold standard, you, you just look at, you know, my favorite president, Andrew Jackson, he eliminated the central bank of his time. Uh, it was it was a great it was a hard deal for him. I mean, it took two 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 terms to do it, and he uh, basically did it by himself because the banks had bought most of the presidential candidates, the uh, the House, the Senate. You know, they they always got their fingers in everyone's pockets. And what he did, Joe, is he eliminated the central bank. He paid off the national debt. The only president to ever do so paid off the national debt. He had surpluses coming in that were so great that he just gave it back in equal to all the states. And all of this was done without federal income tax, just like Peter Schiff was talking. Just get rid of the, get rid of the federal income tax. Make the military smaller. Uh, make the, uh, the, the, uh, the federal government smaller. That's what Andrew Jackson did. He came into office. He eliminated 10% of the federal government. He immediately fired 10% of everybody. You know, Joe, and it worked. Westward land movement and tariffs is what paid for whatever federal bills need to be paid. Otherwise, the states were supposed to t- uh, take care of their own business, Joe. Yeah, and, and and again, I think the the the, the biggest thing that that we're looking at is we've been living a lie. We've been living off of borrowed time and borrowed money. And one of the, the one of the things that that really for me is all you really need to know. The United States hasn't run a trade surplus in almost fifty years. And you cannot be, uh, you know, on top of the financial pyramid uh, when you're a debtor nation. And, and, and it's something where uh, this is, unfortunately for, for us, this is what we've become addicted to. We've become addicted to uh, free money, cheap money uh, that, that uh, is, per, you know, 
I guess, money created without any labor going into it. And the world just doesn't work that way. And now we're seeing uh, primarily the Chinese saying, hey, wait a minute. We're the country that provides the world with everything. We want to be the superpower. And, and really, this is what we're up against. That's right, Joe. That's I, we're, we, We've been put into a weak position purposefully. And and now uh, the, the powers that be are going to do what they do, Joe. The, the, the moneyed powers of the world are, are shifting things in whatever direction they see fit. And it sure, sure seems to be uh, American unfriendly, Joe. It really seems to be China friendly and, uh, you know, digital currencies and all the stuff we talk about. It's all going in the wrong direction. We've... We've lived off the world reserve uh, currency for a, quite a long time, a good solid 80 years or so, and now it's uh, it, it doesn't look too good, does it, Joe? It looks it looks like uh, we uh, we partied and now the party is over and we're looking around. It doesn't look good, does it? No, it, it certainly doesn't. And when you've got uh, people that you know, Muhammad El Aaron, whatever you know, you want to think about the guy. Uh, he's uh, become a very very wealthy man and calling these things and sitting there and saying, hey. America, get ready and be your own central bank. Listen, this is what every central bank in the world is doing right now. You better be doing the same thing. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold's up uh, $17 here. Nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, uh Silver higher as well. Up about 50 cents. Twenty-six twenty. Uh, I'm going to do what I do uh, when I can. I I do it. Uh, I'm going to pretend today didn't happen. Right now, 23 and a quarter for $20 gold pieces. We're going to go back to yesterday or yesterday Friday's price and really Thursday's price because the gold market closed on Good Friday. 2295 dollars. So below. Uh, $2,300, and obviously uh, gold going to crest 2000 here. Uh, you're not going to be able to buy it for, for that little uh, again if it stays up there uh, and, and continues. And unfortunately, here's the problem. Gold's going a lot higher than 2300 or 2200 or 2400 or 2500 uh, there's a reason why every major central bank in the world is either buying gold, repatriating their gold. Uh, I, I've got a. I think they already know that the the next monetary system is going to be uh, going back to sound money, and you better have yours. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two U.S. twenty dollar gold pieces. Twenty-two hundred and ninety-five dollars today, Jason. Yeah, uh, how many days we go on the air and, and tell uh, everybody about the importance of owning uh, gold? Uh, you know, you've you've how, how long have you out there worked to save that nest egg, and and, and you, have, you haven't decided what you're going to do with it, but you could keep it in, uh, I guess, a four hundred one k, I guess, or you could you could keep it in the bank. You could you could pull it as cash. These things are being destroyed right now, and you should not be putting your hard-earned savings into anything but precious metals. And uh, the, the deal we have today, it's just, this is as good as it gets. You know, it, every day is a good day to buy. But Joe, 
I mean, gold is gold is getting. It looks like it's looking like it's going to be a race and uh, up to record highs. It looks like you've called it pretty well. And well, we're on. We're watching. We're on. Obviously, all time high watch now. Uh, and 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 again, technically speaking, you know, if that means anything to anybody, uh, gold is broken out on the charts uh, once again, and, and we're just going to continue to see uh, all these same patterns uh, that we're seeing. Higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows. Then you have a breakout, right? Then gold comes back, and then it does the same thing again. But the the, the higher low, then we get higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows. Breakout, then gold comes back a little bit. Higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows. So remember the last breakout we touched, a new interday all-time high didn't close at an all-time high, gold came back, right? So after that breakout, we had a higher high, and now we're getting higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows. And and once again, I, I think we're setting up uh, for the breakout, and usually when you watch these patterns, uh, what happens is like just like what happened, hey, that, that first time uh, it tries to get up to that new all-time high level, uh, it, it may fail. Uh, but but every time thereafter, you got to get ready uh, for the for the big breakout. And and if that occurs, you know what's going to be the new all-time high record gold price? You know, I don't know. Is it going to be twenty-two, twenty-three hundred? And then I think at there again, we'll have a pullback. But I don't think it ends there. I think we're in for a multi, multi-decade, possibly long run where you see gold continually hitting higher highs, uh, higher lows, breaking out, uh, and then pulling back, and then the next breakout, you know, going into even higher levels than before. And I think this pattern is going to repeat itself uh, over and over and over again uh, for a significant length of time, Jason. Yeah, what the record high is what, like $2,043 for the record close? I mean, it, we could make that up in one day. That's all it would take, Joe, is one, one $50 up bump in gold, and, and we're there, right? Yeah, so that's why I said we're actually, you know, we are on, you know, record high watch, if you will, because as Jason said, you know, we're we're – we're we're one one little move away uh, from from gold uh, hitting the new record close. It, it can happen at any day on any news. Uh, and really, when you look around, what's happening in the world today, uh, the news cycle just isn't very good. You know, nobody. You know, we're talking a lot about Russia and Ukraine and Russia and Ukraine. Listen, oil prices are back to where they were. When Joe Biden announced all of that oil coming out of the strategic oil reserve, there's no tricks left on oil. Oil's not done. We haven't seen the high in oil yet. Get ready for that. But no one's talked about China either. China is shutting down. I mean, China's got like 100 million people on lockdown. You know what that does to the supply chain and what that's going to do? That's going to make inflation that much worse on top of everything else. I think China's where they're testing emergency powers, Joe. I mean, they're locking those people up in those high-rise towers, and they're out there screaming out of their buildings because they're, if you have a child that's COVID uh, positive but the parents are COVID negative, they're taking their children 
you know, and, and I don't think it has anything to do with with the uh, the the economic situation, except for the fact, Joe, that when things get crazy and food gets harder to get, and and the prices keep on skyrocketing upward, I think China's in, and I think the world is is watching. How how do you keep a population from completely erupting when uh, we, you know we really can't stop these people if they really go crazy? You know, if everyone went crazy, Joe, and things were really bad. There is no controlling that. I think they're kind of watching to see what happens if you create the emergency in China, Joe. I want to say this. Over the weekend, a railroad company said, hey, sorry, uh, we've got to limit the amount of fertilizer that we're allowing on, on, our, our, uh, on our rail lines because we're so backed up. Uh, we don't have the capacity to put it all in there. It's nuts what's happening. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, gold, twenty two ninety five. I want to clarify, that is as long as gold remains below $2,000 to the ounce. Right now, gold's up 19 now. Uh, 1990, uh, gold has touched 2000 already this morning. Uh, and, and, and really a pattern that you tend to see, uh, pulled back and is now climbing all the way back up. And again, it's really about risk. What is it telling you? And what the markets are telling you is get out of the risk. What's the risk? Stocks, bonds, Right now, now potentially, uh, we'll see is housing now a risk? Uh, the, uh, housing sentiment from home builders, uh, falling again. Uh, this is the lowest level, uh, in, and really since the COVID outbreak. Uh, and so there's a lot of things, but really what the gold markets are telling you is, Jason, everybody's getting out of out of risk, which is in the debt markets, which is your stocks and your bonds. It's exactly right, Joe. And here's the thing: a lot of economic indicators, which kind of tells you how things are going in good times and bad times in the, in the past decades. Uh, when it comes to gold, is quite frankly doesn't matter. Uh, gold, like lumber, copper, and these other things, at some point, gold will race with the inflation. And so, I don't, Joe. I really believe that inflation is is the, uh, the the plan for the Fed. You know, there's this, this theory that you can inflate your way out of, uh, out of a debt money system. You can, you can bring your system back by inflating your way up to it. You know what I mean? So you, you, it's a debt money system. You inflate the prices of everything. Now you don't really kind of owe as much. I mean, it's, it's a theory. I, you know, and, Joe, maybe we have 20% inflation into the next year. Maybe into 2024. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if inflation yeah, stays? I, uh, when you when I heard Muhammad Al Arian today coming out and essentially saying, "Hey, uh, get ready for the end of the two percent in target. We're going to need a much higher target." Uh, that's really all that you need to know. Uh, and, and again, this is why people listen to the show. Listen, you're going to hear everything you need to know. You're going to hear it first. You're going to hear it way before everybody else is saying it. Uh, and it just allows you uh, to be able to prevent, prepare at a much lower cost. Listen, the price of gold's not going down. It's going to go. Now, is it going up in a straight line? Nothing goes up in a straight line. But the bottom line is uh, gold and commodities are going to go a lot higher. Now I even see articles where people are starting to speculate because China's expanding these lockdowns again, that China's potentially doing it on purpose. 
I heard Sunday, Joe. Saying that, hey, wait a minute, China's locking down. They shouldn't have zero COVID policy. This COVID thing isn't that bad. It's not what we made it out to be, uh, but they're doing it on purpose just to really put the screws to the U.S. dollar. I heard uh, yesterday, Joe, that the China shutdown in Shanghai is indefinite. They termed it as an indefinite shutdown. How's that? Yeah, and listen, the ramifications for that, I know. And again, uh, because it's not sexy, uh, everybody wants to talk about the, the, the Russians and, and, and war and all that stuff. This is, this is something really ultimately with them going to, as Jason said, the indefinite lockdown. Uh, this is much, much more significant problem, uh, for, for us then a lot of people realize what it's going to do to the supply chain and the cost of everything is going to skyrocket again.